What is up? Welcome to the Crunch Time After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. This we're talking about. This week we're talking about episode six, the finale. We're done. Our minds have been blown. This week, Andrew Disney, co-creator and director, joins us. Sam Levine, who plays Connor, is with us, and we're going to learn what the hell happened. Mark, what do you think? You in for this? Stay with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! What is up, guys? I have to listen to 20 minutes of this on a loop. I, I know, I feel like... So much. Good, just... that's exactly what we have. Yeah, that's, I'm <laughs> all right really... Just keep it going. Can we just start I the episode that. run over? We'll just do one again starting next week. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, I'm on board. I'm guys, I don't have time for that. Right, we'll make it work. <laughs> guys, Bullshit. welcome. You are watching the Crunch Time After Show here at After Buzz TV. We're talking about episode six, the finale. It's an incredibly special week because we have some special guests with us, but we'll get there. I'm one of your hosts, Patrick Dees, and I am joined by the entire Rooster team. Next to me is Mark B. Donica, the Internet's own. That's me on the Internet's Mark B. Donica. You find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica, joined to my left by Megan Salinas. Hey, guys. I'm Megan. You guys can tweet me at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And to my left is the lovely Katie. Hi, all my buddies. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the hashtag ABTV Crunch Time, and we have the live chat pulled up. So if you have any questions for our guests or if you just have fun commentary, throw in the hashtag, throw in the live chat. You might well get a shout out. And this week, I am incredibly proud to announce we've got Sam Levine, who plays Connor, with us. We also have Andrew Disney, co-creator and director. Thank you, gentlemen. What is up, guys? What's hey, up? Thank you for having Are us. Are you kidding me? We're uh, incredibly excited to have you. I was told this was traffic court. This is traffic court. <laughs> <laughs> We're just enthusiastic okay. about it. All right. Okay. Yeah. And it's weird how traffic courts all really end at crunch time, so yeah. you picked a, a really good day. Yeah. Thanks for being here. This is uh, this is pretty exciting. We're going to get into episode six and what the hell just happened. But we want to talk to you guys a little bit about kind of the show. Obviously, we're really into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're into it, too. We like it, too. We're fans. Oh, yeah. do you? Yeah. 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 What would like to hope? Damn. <laughs> How did... So, uh, th- we're, we're going to sort of go over stuff that wasn't in the behind-the-scenes videos that are on roosterteeth.com, so if you want to see more, go there, watch those. Um, we learned a little bit in there how the script came about, but when did Bernie and Matt, exa- when did they come into Intramural? Like, the you know, the pr- previous project you're working on yeah, with Bradley Jackson. I think that they, they saw Intramural, you know, after, you know, we made it in Austin, I guess in the summer of 2013, and we had asked them the whole story is that we, we were we were looking for a phantom. To, we were gonna, we wanted to shoot like some epic stuff with the phantom. Mm. And I think you know our producer Russell like emailed Matt because we knew that they had a phantom because of you know slow-mo guys and was like, hey, you know we're indie, you know movie. Sure. Like, we're looking for a phantom. And Matt's like, oh wow. Could you please explain to uh, some people who might not know what a phantom? A is? phantom. You know, <laughs> it's this camera that they use on slow-mo guys. It can shoot you know a thousand frames per second or mm-hmm. that. You can shoot. Yeah. Ultra slow. It's what you sh- used to shoot the puppies on. Yes, it's what yes. we used to shoot yeah. the puppies on. So yeah, Matt emails back. He's like, "Wow, it's so cool. Y'all are, uh, you know, Austin. Y'all are indie filmmakers. That's I'm so, you know, happy for you guys. But no fucking way, you can't use a, <laughs> use a, a phantom like for a day. No, no. And so I think it was, you know, a couple months later, you know, he emailed Matt emailed Russell again. So yeah, so what would y'all do? You know, how was you know your movie and. We're like, yeah, and Russell emailed back and was like, yeah, we made, you know, we were premiering Tribeca. We had, like, a bunch of cool, you know, SNL stars like Kate McKinnon and Beck Bennett and Nick Rutherford and Kirk Johnson are in mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think at that point, I think it kind of, Matt was like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, what? Like, he didn't really know that 
what we were making, and I think that's just a couple of kids like, "Oh, we're making a movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Camera. Yeah, exactly. I think exactly. <laughs> Which, you know, I think every movie kind of starts that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just a couple of kids making a movie, but yeah, I think uh, <laughs> we. Uh, so then, yeah, then after that, I think they saw the movie, they liked it, and yeah, they're they're trying to make a big you know push into serialized original programming, sure. premium content for their awesome Rooster Teeth first uh, platform and. They're like, what do you got? And we had this, Bradley and I, had, like, after, after we made Intramural, now called Balls Out, uh, we, we, you know, whenever you make something, you get into like a post-brush and blues where you're really depressed, you know, after you make something. You're like, gosh, I'm so depressed. I, I was on, you know, I was riding Sky High, making a movie. I was, I was every, it was great. And now I'm just here, like, back in the coffee shop. You know, mm-hmm. what am I doing? And uh, <laughs> uh, what am I doing in my life? And, is that all there is? And you got to write yourself out of it. you got to mm-hmm. figure out, you know, what's, that other, what's the next thing that can get you back on the set? And uh, we had this crazy idea of crunch time that we were kind of told once we, like, came up with this idea that it was a crazy fun idea, but nobody would ever buy it. And I think Matt always says, like, well, it's, it sounded perfect for them. It sounded perfect for Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Like, yeah. just some weird, bizarre fun, you know, half-hour serialized show. So. I'm really glad you pointed out the Phantom thing. I'm still stuck on that. I thought it was a traffic court thing. No, I, I had no fine. idea. No, the directors have a tendency to do that. Sure. Right. Where they'll be like, well, no, on this one, you know, we opened up the uh, the ISO all the way, and it was yeah. like, it still didn't have the right light. Oh, I'm sorry, do you oh. not know what ISO is? Oh, oh my bad. It's like, guys, not everyone went to school to yeah. know the thing. You right. Like, when I talk about the craft. No, um, I love that I love movie. That yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the ball? <laughs> so how did you get like attached? How did you get involved? What was the story of you being like part of all this insanity? Uh, I it was it was a a cold call. It just came into really? my yeah, it just came into my my uh, agent's office. Uh, hey, there's this company called Rooster Teeth. They're producing this uh, web series, and yeah. they want you for it. So please take a look at the material, and if you like it, let us know, and we'll talk to them and figure sure. it out. And so I said, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll look at it. And, and I read it, and I read it all immediately in one sitting, all, all six episodes. Yeah. And uh, I was so hooked. I, I believe it. I was so into it. I read so many scripts in any given question. year, yeah. and 98% of them are dog shit. Sure. <laughs> I mean, so, so bad. Yeah. So anytime I read a good one, yeah, I get so gung ho about doing it. I'm like, do not. I call my people. Say, God, fuck this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Make this fucking deal happen. <laughs> and uh, and so that was it for me. Yeah. I didn't know anyone sure. going yeah. into the show, but I read the material, and they had this uh, incredible lookbook uh, attached to it. A lookbook is uh, for like independent films and and like independent pilots and stuff. Sure, uh, they'll put together. Uh, a couple of pages, maybe like eight to ten pages of what the concept is, the overall look of the show, uh, parallels and comparisons for, you know, a frame of reference. Sure, you get tone and kind of... Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know sometimes, especially with something as far out as this. Totally. They could have gone anywhere with right, it. Right, right. And so the lookbook was very, very well done. Okay. And I can't tell you enough. This is my camera. I don't know where my yep, camera is. Yeah, yeah, that's your camera. camera. Young independent people, if you don't have a good lookbook, you're fucked. Don't dick around on your lookbook. It's so important. And I think we so have the header was, for our press release. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh, what was in the Crunch Time lookbook? Can you tell us? Uh, there were there were photos of the guys from Weird Science. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. 
just, Excellent. I mean, yeah, there were photos of I want to say like maybe some X Files stuff. Yeah, I mean, I did. We had like a we had a page that was like influences. Yeah, we had like Weird Science, Back to the Future, Always Sunny. Yeah, always oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that every yeah. week. Yeah. All right, excellent. And, and then, then just uh, also really concise descriptions of who the characters were. Okay. Uh, the the storylines, yeah. the stuff that, you know. And, and then we had, like, uh, drawings of what the brain frame would look there like. There were concept art. Yeah, there, okay. there was concept art, what the helmets were going to look like. And uh, just kind of, I mean, just kind of really digging into, like, what the tone is of the show. And sure. The tone is so... You know, it's we're such, we're writing such a fine line because like we're a comedy, but like it's. I think the whole thing that we kept on trying to say is like, no, like there are real stakes in this. Yeah, right. yeah. it's an italicized comedy, a comedy. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's funny. You're laughing. But kind of in that that same realm as Rick and Morty, where it's yeah. still that high Christ. concept sci-fi, yeah. but you're still laughing uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I've for sure. I've always felt like the thing with with any comedy. Unless you are doing airplane, tell the story first, yeah, and then let the jokes come naturally. Yeah, oh yeah, and they'll be so much funnier. They'll work better than if you're you have a really funny joke for a scene or a payoff, and then you write the scene explicitly to set up that joke. Mm-hmm. I don't think that works as as often as people want it to. I've got a weird place in my heart for the film Airplane because I ran into Kareem on a plane, <laughs> I literally, and I was looking for the one thing to yeah. say. He was in the front row as you're going through first class, and I was like, "What do you say to Kareem and Jabbar?" And then it hit me. I was like. Last time I saw you in a plane, you were in the cockpit. And he looked at me like I asked him the square root of something, just like, I don't know. And I was crushed. I was like, oh, oh, I'm so disappointed. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm Captain Murdoch. <laughs> it would have been better. You tried. Gold no, star. Yeah, it yeah. was what it is. You yeah. tried. Kareem Trophy for reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very quick that you did that. I don't know. It's bad. It's a total fail. I, I feel like that's something that I would have, you know, <laughs> hours later, I've been like, oh, that would have oh, been yeah, a great yeah. thing to I'll say. make you feel better. Okay. I, I played in a celebra- celebrity softball game with Kareem okay. a couple years ago. And? And he's first base because he's... A, a, not a young man. Sure. And if you know anything about baseball, first base does the least mm-hmm. amount of moving. And you stay there. Good reach. Right. Right. Yeah. You got yeah, a sure. long reach yeah. and not want to move Perfect. around. And so I thought I'd be funny. And uh, and so when I saw him all suited up, we were taking the field together. I was like, deep right field. <laughs> and, and then he just went, no man, first base. <laughs> 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 I, I, I got no. Yeah, like See, with, you, with two knee braces, Kareem. I didn't. Oh. <laughs> Seems like the most serious man to exist. Totally. He's not having anything. All I wanted was just an acknowledgement, but just like not, not what? I know we didn't. I know we didn't get Olajuwon in this one, but can we get? Can we get? If he's available, I don't see why not. Okay, so but we we debated like uh, you know off air. Was 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 Kareem ever? Sorry, uh, Hakeem the Dream ever in play? No, I mean we we (laughs) joked about it, but we always thought it was funnier if like. I don't know. I felt like it, we always thought it was funnier that if we had teed that up and then didn't, you know, that. Yeah. Because the first, you know, the second episode, it's all about the Caspers there. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we're going to do something else. Like, no. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon is the perfect name. Yeah. Is the perfect level of basketball player where some people are yes. going to be like, oh, that's the name of a basketball player that I could not pick out of a lineup of two people. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And other people are going to be like, oh my God, Akeem. Where is he? I can't wait to see him. Akeem the dream. You know? No, right. I know. Even at Akeem. And that was obviously Akeem the dream, right? This is the perfect title. Yeah. 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 Well, it's also Bradley. Uh, 
is a big Houston. He's from Houston, so he's a huge Rockets fan. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Uh, who's the big cocaine fan? Because there's a lot of cocaine <laughs> in the show. Uh, who is it? Fair. Right, yes. I mean, probably... <laughs> <laughs> Probably Jeff. Yeah. Probably Jeff. Yeah. It's just yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody seeing. We're all, yeah, no, yeah, we're fine. Just, well, this we're isn't we're all, live streaming or anything. Yeah. We're all very straight-laced mm, people. Sure. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it's again, it's such a pleasure getting to talk to you guys because the last time we, uh, as a studio, talked to you guys about Crunch Time, no one had seen anything yet, and right. it you was before the RTX premiere. You couldn't say anything. Right. You know, it was very limited in terms of what you could and couldn't say. What are you most excited to finally talk about now that everybody's gotten a chance to see all six episodes? Oh my god, oh, the man. last two. The, the, the yeah. party of the century. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's just I mean, that was the most one of the most intense things we've ever shot because we shot the bulk of that on this giant green screen. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you have Disney standing behind the camera, you know, in Video Village, and you got all this crazy camera movement, and you have Disney screaming, and freeze! And Dream Man! And you're gone. And he's touching you. And he's gone. I mean, you have to imagine all of this crazy, epic shit is going on, and there's literally nothing there. Right, right. Yeah. It, it was funny. It was a lot of like, it was so much make believe. So much make believe. Yeah. I, I, for me, like, I had it gave me such a, such a much more profound re- respect for how hard green screen really is. Yeah, sure. it's 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 you as a kid, as a seven year old kid in your bedroom. Yeah. Playing with dragons and, and yeah, sure. you know ninjas. Does it come both your first experience using like that much green screen or for me? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like I've done some greens. I mean, probably that was the, the most green screen mm-hmm. intense. Stuff, yeah. How much did you want to do of that practically? Yeah, yeah, yeah I that's think a good question. That is a great question. I think I mean I think on that on, on the part of the century like mm-hmm. we knew like we wanted to go to some bizarre like crazy dreamland and mm-hmm. like I you know unicorns I and laser yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, like unicorn. animated unicorns and I, I think uh, we're, but then I, we did do a lot you know there were a lot of things in the show that that are practical like what we did in you know the. The Feliz Navi Dead and really like, <laughs> trying to go like super 80s, like super yeah. practical. Yeah. Like, not yeah. even, like, movie, it was like, so great. Like, not even like that well, like shoddily. Yeah, I think, I think that stuff was, was really fun. And I think before with uh, with Nick Rutherford as Berkman, like when we had the, the whole like prosthetic on it, it originally. The Ken piece. Yeah, yeah. No. Originally, it looked like we, did, we didn't, we weren't going to blur it. It looked it had this much more like bulbous, like. <laughs> Look to it. it was, yeah, like he had an elbow down there. <laughs> it was very, it was For like Quato? Like, yeah, it, really, it looked like just this bulbous, like, like growth. It was very disgusting. And uh, we were like, oh, let's, let's smooth that out. I think it, it was a little too <laughs> That was very nice of you. Yeah. A, little, a little too much. A little too much. Uh, or, like, yeah, I think, I think the whole, it was so fun to do practical stuff with Jesse Hodges, like, where she gets cut up. And it's kind of an ode to, like, her mother was a. Uh, uh, Ellen Sandwise was in Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. She's yeah. like the, you know, the girl. The, she the was woman. actually just in this last episode was, of yeah. uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Her yeah. character came back for, oh, cool. for for a quick appearance. It was it was real cool. Did I don't you know. miss me? Yeah. I don't know if anybody's had the chance to see it yet. I, it I was saw, great. Like, yeah, it looked great. So that was kind of fun to do like an ode to uh, with Jesse and yeah. I don't know. It was, yeah. yeah it was so, <laughs> so Bradley Jackson asked me specifically to talk to you about the mocap of the unicorn. I need, to, I need to hear, there's a story here, I need to hear the it. The of the unicorn. I don't know this story. I don't even know, I don't, I don't think I know that story at all. Uh, Maybe we need to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just funny, like, we him. had this guy, uh, you know, our businessman, like, on a, like, a, like, what 
what do you call it, like a gimbal kind of thing, like, you know, like going up and down. Like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very, uh, yeah, it's really fun and bizarre. <laughs> we just love that stuff. Like, like, I know in episode four, there's like this bear, like where the woman's like riding the yeah. bear. Yeah. yeah. We had to like oh, yeah. find footage. We found like 4K footage of somebody with a bear walking, and then we had to time the way the bear moved and match that with her movements, like on this like oh, gimbal kind of. Kinda, Kind of thing. Wow. So yeah, there's a lot of. And I know how the sausage planning. is made, guys. <laughs> a, lot of yeah. planning, a lot of planning. Still ready to eat it. Um, was Casper Vendine always planned to be such a huge part of the season? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, we we wrote that for Casper Vendine, not thinking like we would ever get. I mean, yeah. it's such a rant. I don't know. I, mean, I grew up loving Starship Troopers. Sure, sure. yeah, yeah. Said, it's like, great. That, yeah, yeah, I love that movie. I, it's like the weirdest. Like it's a hundred million dollar Nazi parody movie. It's yeah. so bizarre. Like love that movie. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah, we we wanted Casper Van Dien, and I can't believe. Yeah, he was so down to come play with us. I don't know who we would have gone to next. I he seems so self aware. Like he do just yeah. seem to get it. Oh, he's got a great sense of humor. That's yeah. really he is, cool. He is he's well aware of everything going on, and he was. <laughs> game when he showed That's up. That's awesome. He's, a, he's, yeah. a, he's kind of a maniac. He's great. He's yeah. so fun. Oh no, he's insane. Yeah. <laughs> but like he knows he right. is right. and right. he was gung yeah. up. Very self-aware. Yeah. He's very self-aware of himself. God so one of my favorite things about the show was the cast and the chemistry that you guys all had. Obviously you were you read it immediately and were like, yeah, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Andrew, maybe you can tell me a little bit about like who else did you look at as far as casting? Did you get everybody that was on your shortlist? Or like what how did that all come together? Because yeah. it just worked. I mean, yeah, I think with we, Nick Rutherford, like we had worked with on Intramural, Kirk Johnson as well. Like we knew we wanted them, wanted them for those roles. And then uh, he was were, Berkman from the beginning in your mind. I you're mean, putting together the tone piece. I mean, in real life, he kind of he, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's <laughs> the closest of, of all the actors to the character. Is that right? That's right. 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 So he had cast. He was, ended up giving up his shirt uh, at the at the LA screening oh, yeah. of Crunch Time. He ended up losing his shirt. <laughs> and he traded his shirt with a fan who came up and asked for it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking he's, about. He's insane. Yeah, he's so fun. He uh, and yeah, it's I think. For his wardrobe, I think the whole note was like, let's just just dress him as yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. dresses. Uh, so it's great. And then yeah. Avery Monson, Adam, that guy can just, he's so great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you guys found him. Yeah, I don't know. We, our producer, Russell, our producer, had watched, was watching High Maintenance. Oh, okay. It was like, this guy is unreal. Yeah. And we watched, we watched his finds, we watched all the different stuff he was doing, and he just has this great, he can be so funny, but also so dramatic, and I think to play that role, yeah. and kind of, I think, what I, I think you just needed somebody who could do that really well. I think it shines through the most in episode six, where he goes from like, hey, the power's my gun, I did it, yeah. to in the most pain. Right. Yeah. 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 He can he can go yeah. those kind of manic places. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the way really that, that, that that character is written, the same character... In the hands of a lesser actor, that would ruin the whole show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I am very lucky that that they got Avery to do it because he was tremendous. Well, uh, Sam's kind of the dramatic linchpin of the show. He's the catalyst for a good chunk of this. Yeah, and if that's not <clears throat> believable, if any of that comes off as disingenuous, the whole thing, as crazy as the show is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That doesn't work. <laughs> And I think, yeah, I think for, like, yeah, he just does it, like, he's, I mean, the whole show, I feel like, we always talked about how it's selfish, pe- you know, petty people using big science for very petty reasons. Sure. I think his, that character is so uniquely selfish, and yeah. I think to be able to do that in a way that you still humanize him, 
out of, yeah, it's very, yeah, very tough. He's someone that I would be terrified of in real life. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 no, seriously, no, we holy spent... cow, that is a guy with the means to stalk you. Wait, we... do you mean Avery or his character? <laughs> Six Sam. of one, half a dozen of the other. No, so Sam, okay. the character. Okay. But the, <laughs> not this Sam. But yeah, no, we How spent, many Sams can we? We spent the first half of this season going, he's going to end up being our, our villain. No, totally. How yeah. many times did we say that? Several. And, and then he's been in the episode with, you shouldn't have made a movie on my girlfriend she's not your girlfriend that's it that's the show yeah <laughs> that is the, the crux of his character that is his problem that is his motivation that is everything that is wrong with him that ugh, seriously he scares the hell out of me <laughs> yeah no I, I liked what y'all were saying about how like is he a villain is he a super villain and really I think are all the, are the character any of the characters are they any of them really heroes are they all kind of sure Villainous in some way. Yeah, because um, even Connor in this one says some terrible things. Oh yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Dude, yeah that was. <laughs> Ooh, boy, did I have fun shooting that? <laughs> I like yeah. getting you like just kick ass in the show. Thanks, like, man. Like... <laughs> that is something I so rarely get to do as an actor: is like scream at someone and then, spoiler alert, punch them. <laughs> Nor- nine times out of ten, I'm the one getting punched. <laughs> you did your fair share of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He, he did get punched a lot. In the, in the yeah, but I mean, episode. I mean, I never get to throw punches, <laughs> and so when I got to, because we shot that stuff with uh, Avery and me getting physical first before we shot the uh, the interrogation room stuff, uh, and so that was so much fun for me. Uh, there was uh, Avery likes to tell the story, so I'm happy to. Yeah. Uh, so there was this little shelf that was about butt high oh, no. behind Avery yep. when I when I push him up against that wall and then punch him. Oh, no. And Avery, blissfully ignorant Avery, did not realize that once the camera was on me and not a wide shot anymore, we could have just moved that shelf. It wasn't in the frame. Yeah. No one would have known. But instead, he said nothing and let me push him hard, take after take after take, <laughs> up into this thing, ass first. And so Aww. the next day, he wakes up, and we, we were uh, sharing an Airbnb together, me, him, and Nick, and he wakes up, and he pulls his pajama pant down and looks at me and goes... Yeah, I have that from yesterday, <laughs> and there is a softball-sized bruise. Oh, I mean, it black. It was like it was dark, like, just oh, sharp, black, brown, fusion Got it. From where his ass had been slammed into the corner. Oh. Come into the bits. Come yeah. into the bits. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that is dedication it to was, the craft. Oh, I, used man. To, I used to remember though, the first day, like working with you, like trying to figure out what that Connor character, who he was, and yeah. just like that kind of where we'd land. Ended with him yeah. and, and the tude. I don't know, yeah. just the attitude was no, really, it all, really fun. It made sense to me that the whole thing I saw was like, oh, this guy is arrogant as fuck, yeah. and the reason they can't walk away from him is because he's right. He's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, fuck, he's right, and there's literally no other way to do it, so we gotta just put up with this yes, asshole. Yes. It's kind of how I saw it. Totally, totally. What was your favorite thing that materialized on set that wasn't necessarily on the page? Oh, man. I mean, for me, it's got to be Berkman's got your back. It's been in my head since I watched the episode. Yeah. I remember I'm saying it all the time. That was, that was totally Nick Rutherford. I mean, also in this in this last episode, the whole, like, high five, <laughs> you know, comatose Larry, that, yeah. was, and that, was, that was really great. That was great. <laughs> what else? Um, God, I don't know. Uh... 
Ugh, it's been so long. I know. I know. <laughs> it's been over a year for well, us. Yeah, it's yeah. wrapped. Yeah. Uh, picture wrapped over a year ago. How often do you guys get to see each other these days? We, I mean, the last couple months, we've seen each other quite a bit because the show promotion. you know, launched mm-hmm. and we've been doing a lot of promotion for it. But now, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've got a great text thread going. That's we what got a great, yeah, we got, we got text thread. We got crunchy times. Speaking about yeah. the like the premiere and like you know you guys seeing each other and whatnot, I'm curious to see like what it was like interacting with the Rooster Teeth community. Like they're a pretty rad community, and then kind of in general, what's it like being being you know responding to that community? And then in general, do you guys read like comment sections and like how do you internalize that? Like what's that been like? I. I personally don't read comments okay. on videos. Good man. Uh, because I, I've read every comment. Because <laughs> I don't have to because my uh, uh, compatriots. Yeah, right. fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I live was, by. Was that, a bunch of the, was that a bunch of the fact you had one, like, a really bad experience one time like reading comment sections? It's just toxic or you just don't? Yeah, I probably used to do it. I, I feel like when I was like 18, 19 and, and like Freaks and Geeks and stuff was out, like I feel like I was obsessive about yeah. reading it. And then it's like you just read negative comment after negative comment based in zero sure, logic. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I will I will say the Rooster Teeth community, like I, I normally the YouTube you know, stuff is like I, I feel like it's just so much noise and it's like mm-hmm. right. like you know, like the, the you know, photography is terrible, the photography's great and it's just like you have no idea what anyone <laughs> yeah. is saying. But I feel like the Rooster Teeth community like on Rooster on the website I lo- like That's what I've been told. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, no, they're one they literally found all the best people on the internet and they all then go to Rooster Teeth. Yeah. They're like unilaterally positive and supportive totally. and like right. And I think yeah, me uh Bradley, Avery very much a- Avery's been very involved on the forums. Mm-hmm. Uh but we've we've all been commenting and responding and I don't know, it's been really cool. Like I feel like they say, like, don't read the comments, but this has been really fun to, like, kind of have, like, I feel like Rooster Teeth, the whole thing, that their their whole thing is that it's all about connection. And yeah. Like, when, I mean, what Netflix show can you watch and go talk to the creators or talk to the, to the lead I mean, actor? Totally. There's, you know, that just doesn't happen. Netflix doesn't even have a place to comment, you know? I think mm-hmm. that's what's so fun and cool about the Rooster Teeth, the Rooster Teeth way. Well, well, Rooster Teeth is here because of its community. Yes. Like, yeah. as a yeah. company, they are here because the community's like, yes, more, please. Yeah, yep. totally. And conversely, welcome to the comment section. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we got you, Sam. We got you. I'm not listening. Homophobic. No, no, no. We're good. We're not four chan for God's sake. Everything holy. So, like, but you you are looking at comments. Did anybody like surface any any theories that were like remotely close? Like, was anything that caught your eye? Nicely done. I've seen. As for theories, I've only seen one comment that I think got it. What was it? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a bigger picture. Hey, you you also saying, we got plenty of time left in this show, so there could be room for another one. We got our theories. The, enough, yeah, yeah, the I mean, um, one thing that I think threw all of us for a loop was the entry of the Shadow Man. Like, mm. I think that was something that none of us saw coming. No, like, I mean, it was almost a genre shift. We went from sci-fi and kind of dabbled a little bit into fantasy there. Like, depending on what it is, that I've never wanted to go look up Jungian philosophy so much. Like, yeah. <laughs> never before has a piece of media made me go, I need to brush up on my Jung. Are we dealing with the shadow? Are we dealing with dream archetypes? Right, what are we doing right. here? I need to go research more. <laughs> it's been a long-ass time. 
So that, well done. Awesome. You made me want awesome. to research things I haven't looked up since 11th grade. Awesome, awesome. No, it's fun to kind of dabble. And yeah, and I think with our show, like we're definitely you know, fucking around with genre, and it's, it's been really fun to, I don't know, yeah, to make a comedy show where, like, yeah, we're making comedy, but we're, you know, we're going into thriller, we're going into mm-hmm. fantasy. Well, and again, with dreams, yeah. that's something where you can do that, and none of it feels forced or right. artificial. Yeah. Like, it, it's something where it completely makes sense that one dream would be an 80s slasher horror movie, and that, like, even at this party of the century, well, the, the technology is starting to glitch and break down, that something else would like because when the first episode ends with a black hole I feel like anything's game yeah yeah yeah, for sure right just the idea that you are in someone's head as they are shutting down and the question is what are we working with there is this science? Are we going into the metaphysical? Like, is it Freddy Krueger? What did we walk into that we're not supposed to see? Yes, yes. No, that was a question. So many questions. Please, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so many questions, so many theories. I feel like I can't even, I don't even know how to answer I mean, you, no, I mean, you, you technically can't because no, we mean, don't even know if there's a season two See, or, no, that's or what. I, I, I just want to throw that out now. Is there a season two? Can you say? I can neither confirm nor deny. Cool. Gotcha. If, is it mapped out if given the opportunity? Yes. Okay. Okay, okay I'll take Very that. I'll take, yes. So you didn't write season one with a, with a closed... Bookend. No, and yeah. we actually when we wrote, we put together we put together this huge lookbook for Rooster Teeth, and when we originally put it together, it was uh, ten episodes. Oh, okay. Oh. So we kind of, I think, we went through about seven episodes worth of story from our original idea. Okay. So we knew, and then we kind of had some ideas of like what would happen later mm-hmm. after. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I can tell you this: uh, on our most recent trip down to Austin. Uh, we had a, long, a nice long dinner. I was there with uh, Disney and Bradley Jackson, and they, I haven't read the scripts, but they did, uh, we had a little, a little, uh, uh, what do they call it? Um, booze? We had a little booze. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had a little, we had a little session where we were, powwow. Were, yeah. a powwow, that's sure. right. All right. We had a little right. powwow where yep. they kind of told us the overall arcs and stuff yeah. for what would what could happen? Be, what could All happen? Right. What All might right. happen? Again, they, there were not, they, There's nothing. I've read nothing on paper. They just gave us some overall tones. Sure. And let me just say, I am as excited about that, just hearing rumblings of what it might be, yeah. as I was when I read the first six. Kick ass. It's, it's, yes. it's weird. It's, it's awesome. super I, weird. I, for for anything that that I could have I, I had some ideas watching the episode back of how weird it possibly could be and the implied imagery of Larry getting berated um I I I mean we're we're it's dark running, stuff there it's yeah. dark stuff yeah. Yeah. It's really upsetting. That, yeah. it, it made me think that the shadow man is Larry and that yeah. and that uh, come and I'm not looking at you because I don't want to see a reaction right, right. but um <laughs> and I'll go here I'll go <laughs> what's up people at home <laughs> um and I think that we're going to get this weird uh, fight of Larry's dark persona of the Shadow Man versus the Puppy Master, and we might get the Shadow Side coming up from the dream and maintaining the power that he had in the dream. Could be well, weird. You could look at me when you ask that, because okay. I honestly don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm I'll out take, of the loop on that. I'll take, it, I'll take it back. That's when we start getting into Jung, actually, yeah. because the shadow is the other half of the person, all those thoughts and wants and desires that you cannot express in polite society. Mm. And if this sounds familiar to you, you've probably played a persona game in the past ten years. Ha! 
because they have cornered wow. the freaking market it's on that. It's a pretty that. good pull. Yeah, oh, yeah. It really yeah, is. The, the, the like, shadow is, it's the other. It's the, it's it the foreign, is. you know, parts of you that mm-hmm. are not you. And, uh, yeah. And then, so and the idea that, that, yeah, that everybody is, you know, but you know, so the question good, is: good Are we call. dealing with the Jungian idea of the shadow as a whole, as an archetype, or are we dealing with Larry's, Larry's. shadow? I think we're Larry's. It's a good question. I do too. I think that was my knee jerk. It's that. I mean, it, whoever was was the body cap for it uh, seemed really, really loose, and it sort of it. It not indicative of, of who the person was. Right. It looked kind of like Kirk. I, Just saying. I I'm gonna go with with that particular theory too. Although prior to that explanation, I I was thinking it was more of like the cultural kind of like the boogeyman, the the thing mm-hmm. that comes into your nightmares. S- something found of. them. Exactly yeah. that yeah. sort of thing. Like they well, they're screwed around game. where they're not supposed to totally. be. Totally. Yeah. Well, and Connor knee-jerked, I mean, immediately to, no, look, this this mythology's been around since the dawn of time, like, instantly. There's no hesitation, right? No. Like, and he's just like, he, he had that locked and loaded, almost yeah. as if he anticipated it. Like, they're I, fucking around where they shouldn't be. Yeah, I, get, I feel like when, when I read that, I know we talked about it, I was like, is this something Connor knew all along that could happen but didn't say anything? Like, it was yeah. a potential variable? Out? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. about that money if you think about it there are people who experience sleep paralysis where they're awake but their body still thinks they're asleep and they talk about hallucinating during sleep paralysis and one of those things is seeing shadow people sitting on their legs or walking around that's what that's what demonic possession you know that's what the whole image of like a demon like sitting on your chest and you you can't Can't breathe and uh, yeah, no, I know, and I've had sleep problems. It's it's totally terrifying. The first time you ever have it, it's it's so bizarre, uh, and it is like you see shadow, you see these shadow figures. It's uh, it's like Ruby season laugh and think Love of puppies it. going forward. I think this is like good therapy, <laughs> right? Like, right, 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 right. I sleep like a baby. Good thing you wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they yeah. had a great party, and everyone had a great. Yeah, yeah. All the country went off without a hit. Yeah. The end. Hey, all these questions are great. I think it's something that you know. You know, we we knew where we were going. We kept some of it open for ourselves, and yeah. I think you know we definitely had all those discussions on which which of the things that y'all are throwing out, which one, which one's more interesting to us, and mm-hmm. which one still keeps you know the show the show. So. Yeah, I can't wait for the Shadow Guy cosplay at RTX next year. Uh, I mean, it'll be <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. I can't wait for the Larry cosplay. Yes, <laughs> I've never wanted a cosplay so badly. I'll go as Larry. Do which, it. which one though, Puppy Master, or are we talking about you in the in the shorts, <laughs> you in the briefs? Oh, no, I'm expecting uh, briefs. Day one, role. day two. Why choose? <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Yes, y'all. I think that hearing you guys discuss it and other people discuss it, but definitely like you know, I think one of the things that we've Bradley and I have loved hearing is like this whole debate on like, you know, will we redeem? Are people redeemable? Are they not redeemable? Yeah. Are they are they going to be selfish? Are they heroes? Are they villains? And kind of having that as like some kind of, uh, you know, you're always you're you're always questioning which way we're going to go. Yeah, and I think that's, that's yeah, totally. yeah, that's fun. I, feel, I think that's something that we're gonna we keep on playing that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's something that we want to do. Is we always want to play that game, and I think if they ever, you know. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. It's, it's really fun to play that game. You keep people on their toes that way, and somebody, I, I was not expecting to be the way he was presented in this episode was Sam's dad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? 
Fucking ninja. Dosaki's man. Right, right. Magnate. Somebody said a ninja ex machina. Something like that, yeah. I liked watching him and Bernie fight. I just thought that was really funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We had a whole fight planned, and he just kind of, Mark Moses came in and just like cowboyed him and threw him right into the table, and the table broke in half. No, I refuse to accept that. I refuse to accept that explanation. Heroes look really fucking happy. And there were dull weapons all over that table. Heroes are really bugging out. They almost killed Bernie. We had been shooting in that room for probably almost two weeks. Uh, five days, five days. <laughs> was it? It was the same. It felt like a fucking year. <laughs> well, you yeah. actually it felt like that was yeah. shooting yeah. in that room yeah. was the hardest part of the shoot. So yeah. hard. You get lost when you're in a box. It's like very sure. hard bet, to keep track bet, of yeah. where the emotional arc So many eyelines. Yes. Oh, God, that was a nightmare. So that table had been in the middle of the room the whole time, and then when they finally got to Bernie's stuff, he gets pushed along the wall. And I'm watching take after take after take of Bernie and other actor lean on that table, things being put on it, and we're all sitting across the room, and I am watching this cheap fucking Ikea table start to bow significantly. after six days of... After six days of people yeah, leaning on it, <laughs> smacking it. Yeah. I mean, that thing was absolutely curving. Oh, yeah. no. And I see, like, a take where Bernie's, like, leaning up against it. I'm like, I think the table's going to fall. And then they go to choreograph this insane fight sequence. <laughs> oh, and, I mean, no. it takes an oh, hour to choreograph. And it's here, and then he smacks you, and then they get up, and then he gets up, and he smacks her. Buh, 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 buh. And I speak up. I did not remain silent. I saw something and I said something. And I said, hey guys, do we have doubles on that table? No. I went, you're really going to want to rethink the smashing on the table. I don't know if it's going to hold. You're supposed to bounce off. Table's going to be fine. He's going to bounce right off. I went, I don't know about that table. I don't know about it, guys. Don't worry about it, Sam. We got this. It'll be just fine. Literally, the very first take, they had multiple cameras going, and one of those cameras is the reaction shot of the four of us sitting chained to those chairs. I challenge you all to go back and watch that one shot. Because what you're going to see are three actors. Yeah, well, Jesse like, comes out of her, 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 her chair. Her and they're all like, like they're... Gen- it's, it's, it's genuine surprise of oh my god he just smashed him through that and, table and they had all that dangerous all stuff the dull, on it like, oh dull, the sure, sure dull but still like, sharp enough to hurt somebody cut your face and like poke your eyes out and then me sitting on the edge of that edge of that row with a look of Finnegan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just popcorn dot gif, right? Yep. <laughs> That's told exactly you what I expected to see here. <laughs> thank thank you so much, Bernie, for greenlighting our show. Boom! <laughs> 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 Bernie, and, and he went to the laser team. <laughs> wound up with such a shiner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bernie got messed up on that yeah. show. Right on. It's yeah. a badge of honor. <laughs> what was it like to work with Bernie? Like, uh, did you know from the jump he was going to be a bad guy? Or? No, we, we didn't know. And it's so funny. I feel like some of those things that the sandwich thing was already written in. Like, that was just. It's weird how. I feel like the whole fuck. <laughs> No, was written. There's, yeah, it was there's written. that, but there's a long history of Bernie and sandwiches. Right. Yeah, there yeah, is. It's it's very long. I, I feel like there, there's so many things that Rooster Teeth. They've been around. 
for YouTube. Mm-hmm. I feel like anything you do, if you write any script, something in there is going to right. line up with like be some inside joke that Rooster Teeth has. They've been here for 14 years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they weren't writing Dark life. Side of the Moon here to perfectly sync up with The Wizard of Oz. Come on, stick <laughs> <laughs> it down a notch. Yeah, right? that's, yeah, a, no, that's a once in a lifetime I mean, thing. You can't expect that to happen every time out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Teeth Productions are known for uh, for their little Easter eggs. What do you think was your favorite Easter egg to kind of insert in there? Oh man! Oh, you know, I think my favorite one well, was Matt Holm came when we were doing the whole like Maruga like hot sauce thing. He came up. It was like, hey, we have this. We have on an old podcast. We did this whole thing about this Cajun man in Seattle. That you want to meet the man. You want to meet the yeah. man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so he came in. And he, we'd already we'd already planned. Like that was already written to have. You know, we just thought it'd be so funny to have some interrogator who, like, he could do anything, but he just really gets off on, like, you know, sticking, like, pretty much Tabasco yeah. up people's yeah. fingernails. I thought he was going to shove the toothpick all the way up there. I was expecting some bamboo torture. Right, right, right. right. Like, nope, nope, nope. And, uh, and, yeah, so we did that. I think that was really fun. We did that on the day, like, you know, figured out how can we make this feel natural. Um, I mean, what did people always talk about, you know, the X-ray and Bab, you know. Is it, yeah. And uh, Grumpy Gus. Grumpy Gus. Grumpy Gus. <laughs> yes. I found the frame, by the way. It's, it's ab- absolutely amazing. I'm going to tweet it out at ABTV Rooster Team. I'll tweet out the frame. It's, oh, it's yeah. just like, yeah. like told you. Genuine too. <laughs> Very surprised. You see the, like, huh, like and, yeah. whoops. <laughs> right out of the damn shackles. Oh, poor Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at Avery. Jesus. Avery's just in yeah. shock. Yeah, it's magical. Cannot believe it. I'm sitting there going, God. Yeah. We better rap early because of this shit. Well, we can't do any more takes on that one, so I hope that was good. Right, That's right. me going, boy, I hope I was like, I think Bradley was really pumped about the whole fight that we had Corey grab. Oh, oh, we can still do this and that. I was, like, cr- I was like, Bradley. He's out. I was <laughs> like, we got, we got it. We got the fight. is done. We got the no, fight. But, and also, that, I think that's a great surprise that that table, as you said, it took such a beating throughout the entire course of the story to have the the savior come in and break it signifies this next step in the story. Right. It's yeah, a cool sort of behind the scenes thing. Totally. I think the other thing I will say is that we had planned in the fight for him to for him to kill Bernie and he doesn't kill Bernie mm-hmm. and I, I think I was really now in retrospect I'm very happy that you know is he dead is he not I don't know. Yeah, well, because Bernie was a really fun character to have fun. because yeah. he's just this very jovial, amiable guy who is going to just torture the living hell out yeah. of you. Well, all of these guys were yeah, really interesting. Things yeah. didn't happen. Do you want to tell them how he was supposed to die? In Please. Well, I think oh, they were, yeah. were going to grab. Montgomery was going to grab the toothpick and shove it in his. Oh, eyes. oh. oh. <laughs> the We were going to like do like some bit, yeah. <laughs> Just oh, God. <laughs> we went for some ice cream there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we had a very talented uh, prosthetics artist. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. I'm liking her name. Was it Meredith? Yeah. Yeah. Was Meredith John. Okay. Yeah. She was great. She did my nose. She, was uh, yeah. she did so she much did great stuff. quickly. Yeah. And she had a, a whole thing ready, ready to, to go rock. Oh. That, that's like, something for an auction. Well, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the RTX charity auction. It's one of those things that makes film interest, filmmaking interesting. Is those happy accidents, yeah. uh, the Indiana Jones things, the right. exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, yep. Totally, same. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chad is very happy that Bernie's character is still alive. <laughs> okay, all right, Always fair enough. Very 
Well, guys, I know we're running a little lean on time. How? I know. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, like five minutes. Let's yeah, just enough. displace Where, the people after well, like, well, us. Wanna, but we'll, so we'll start with Katie. Like, what other questions did you have before we let these two fine gentlemen go? I mean, questions about the season as a whole, episode six. Like, what else did you want about talking? I'm, I'm still just kind of sitting here like that gif of the guy looking shocked with the fireworks behind his head. <laughs> that's still me. The I'm the, like I'm the old woman ago, with the mask. still me. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. The mask. Confused. I'm definitely the, the mind blown just... Yeah, that, that is one. exactly that what I was talking about with the fireworks in the background. Yeah, but he's going like, yeah, yeah. It's so like this. This series surprised me in the best possible right. way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what, watching it at RTX was probably one of the biggest treats. Yeah, I mean, that we had. And the fact Watch, that we had to wait yeah. several months between after four the- and five. That's rough. That's very rough. Yeah, this is something where I hope they do a screening at some point because I do want to sit down and watch the whole thing with a body. Is Siri saying yeah. hello? Siri. Yeah. Siri's into it. Wow. Siri's really it. into it. Siri this. thought somebody conjured her. We did a, did a screening was... at uh, Austin Film Festival and that was very fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, like, you know, for the finale to happen, and everybody goes, oh, you know, when it yeah. cuts to black. Yeah. The first time and he's listening. That was doing... one of my. That was one of my reactions. Was just, oh fuck you! I like know. the music yeah. started to swell, and I was like, this is no, it. Yeah. Bring up like how much time? But fuck, there's so many credits probably. <laughs> um, but I do the the perfect accent of the happy birthday completely yeah. changed the character totally. for, for me. Yeah. Yes. So, so uh, Amazing. Wonderful. Well, and Connor's turn out of nowhere. You spend all this time abusing Larry and then it's like, we're going to go save him. I, I feel like for the characters, that's when everyone kind of realized we have crossed a line. There are two dozen people here who are pretty much dead and it's our fault. Yeah. And it went from, we're going to stow the bodies and not talk about it to, we can do something? Yeah. Holy shit, let's do something. Yep. Yeah. The, as an actor, one of the things I always hope to read in scripts and rarely do is character arcs. Can a character change? Is he capable of change? Sure. If he does change, why does he change, and is it believable? So many people say, oh, but he saw a beautiful butterfly in a park. Fuck you. There has to be a real reason why a person changes, and if I don't buy it as, as I'm reading it, I'm like, this is not going to turn right. out well. You can put mm-hmm. Gary Oldman in there, and it's still going to get bad reviews. And so when I read this... with a butterfly, though. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> and so only if it's narrated when, by Morgan Freeman. When I was reading this, every bit of character change and development that there is was so genuine and so real. And then getting to watch the actors do it and make it even more real was so fulfilling to me yeah. and made me so happy that I was a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a huge credit, of course, to Disney and Bradley Jackson for yeah. writing such a tremendous, tight group of scripts and mm-hmm. allowing these great arcs into all these characters. And finding the right chemistry. I mean, I've said, I said it before, yeah. but like you guys all work as an amazing team. It's, I mean, you guys are texting out like in, in the lobby just now. Like yeah. You can tell that there was like genuine, you enjoyed being around each other and had fun kind of doing it. And yeah. it, it comes across. I mean, it's... Very lucky, I feel like, very fortunate that, yeah. that it happened well, that way. If there were going to be an asshole in the group, it would be me, but I've been working really hard to keep it at bay. <laughs> How's that working out? It's good. I'm still on excellent. really good terms with everyone involved in the series. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask one question. I mean, you guys can keep me honest, or maybe Andrew can keep me honest. How exactly does Sam know the address of where all of those bodies are? Right. That's I, 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 don't, just, I can't tell you, but okay. it will... It, 
if there is a season two, there, it will be explained. Okay, okay. excellent. Okay. okay. Um, well, speaking of maybe not necessarily for a season two, we got a couple of shorts in between dur- yeah. uh, during the season. Are we going to get another glimpse into this world, whether it's during, before, or, or well, during or before the events that happen in the in the season one? Uh, other th- wait, say that one like, are we going to get other shorts, other looks, oh. without necessarily being episode seven? Uh, I don't not 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 any time in the future. I think, okay, I think okay. we one, have a shot. I think there's, there's, <laughs> sure. there's one little featurette like that's coming out uh, no, near really? Christmas. Um, Fucking news to me. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we need you on set tomorrow. <laughs> but nothing. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. The blooper cool. reel got released, and it's. The blooper reel is a thing of wonder uh, and glory. Oh my god! That blooper reel is one tenth. I know, I know. I'm surprised it was so short. I I know. There's so many. There was so so much. I mean, the whole thing with thirty minute blooper reel. There was this whole thing with uh, Brotherford and Jesse doing like. There's a part in episode four during the montage where they're in front of the chalkboard, chalkboard. like talking about like (laughs) she's got all the different you know fantasies and stuff and therapy things on the wall Mm -hmm. and there's this we just kind of improv with them for like like 30 minutes of just like and like Rutherford like going through like every all these things like (laughs) talking about how he was going to like literally gonna fuck an entire football (laughs) team I love it love the glimpse of that that we got that That went on okay that went on for 15 minutes in real life (laughs) I would watch that TV program let's do it Guys, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. What a cool look inside, you know, everything that is, you know, crunch time. Before we go, what else do you guys have, like, in the works? Anything that you want to plug? Um, Anything you got kind of going on? Uh, I mean... I guess the thing to plug would be uh, the Rooster Teeth first app is now on Apple oh, TV yeah. and Xbox. Oh, big excellent. I was playing with it right before on my Apple TV, and it's great. great. I love it. It's so great to finally have that on, you know, the TV. I can lounge and watch stuff, and yeah. I... Or on your phone, you can. Yeah. If you're yeah. stuck waiting for a meeting or a class or something, watch an episode. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, that's um, as of like today. Yeah. 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 Ooh. So y'all should check that out. Done. 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 And done. Sam, what about you? Uh, I am working right now on another streaming series for Netflix called Wet Hot American Summer 10 Years Later. Oh. Okay. Uh, and uh, that is the, if you're familiar with the movie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the very end of it, they all agree that they're going to come back 10 years yeah. later and meet up. And so this uh, Netflix series is now. That day, fantastic! That's okay. sweet. Another when, great web series. When can we see that? I do not know a release date. Sometime in 2017. I love cool. it. Where can people find you guys on Twitter, really quickly? I'm at Sam Levine. S A M M L E V I N E. Perfect. And I'm at Andrew Disney. I love it. Check me out, Miss Colin. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. You can also find me on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Uh, Z Nation is on Mondays at. Seven, right? Yeah. Yes, I am before the show. Mind. Yeah, before the show. We just came from there. Star Wars Rebels on Tuesdays, Arrow on Wednesdays, and on Thursdays we alternate between Ruby and Robots in Disguise. This week it is Robots in Disguise. It's going to be amazing. I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz and I write articles for The Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. I'm you know, it's Mark Bidonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica. Follow all of our Rooster Team accounts. We're at ABTV Rooster Team, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. I just wrote an article about the new WWE Boom comic on Nerds Doing Stuff, so go check that out. Patrick. Right on. You can find me at P to the D's. Uh, follow me there. I randomly tweet about other nonsense that we're doing here. Guys, thank you so much for having been here. We've had, had a blast watching the show. Guys, thank you so much for watching, and we will uh, we'll see you soon. Rock and roll. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.